Cool. It's recording. Yep. Let's go. Welcome to Naked, the uh, authentic podcast with uh, Matt and Phil. Uh, Matt Digilu uh, Schwiner. That's <laughs> his new <laughs> name. Uh, podcast uh, where we talk about stuff that happened to us, things that is happening in our uh, complex brain and everyday question, but maybe everybody asks. How are you doing today? Uh, doing good, doing good. <clears throat> just snapped out of a, of a weird feeling just before we started. Um, and yeah, I feel, I feel ready. I like your intro. Digidu, digidu was, <laughs> what, was the, what was the weird feeling? Uh... Just, just, um, you know, when, when you plan something and you're like, you're sure that it's going to be, so let's say, okay, uh, I'm sure that the thing was tomorrow night. So my plan was to be a day in advance and to do things today. But then you wake up in the morning and you realize that it's not tomorrow night, it's tonight. So you try to go and, and snap everything super fast and nothing, nothing works. So you just get fucking pissed at yourself for not having, not having just known previously the right moment that you should do. Uh, so yeah, it's just, I was just pissed at myself. So it's just, so it got me into that loop of like, oh, let's just do some, like, let's just record a podcast later because now I have to do these things or whatever. And I was pissed at myself and I was like, We're just messing with all my schedule and everything. So um, I just, but I, I, I just snapped out of it. I said like, fuck that. The, let's just do the podcast. And uh, that, that cannot be, that cannot be more authentic. It cannot not be more naked because I literally said to Phil 10 minutes before the podcast, fuck that, let's record it tomorrow. And uh Two minutes later, I said, fuck that again and just let's do it. <laughs> and we. <laughs> no, no, five minutes play. later, which is the thing I ate also, but it's okay. <laughs> you know, when someone tells and you, fit. when someone tells you, hey, you know what? Change plans. And you're like, what do you think? And then, and then you say, okay, yeah, no problem. Let's do that. Okay, I, I, I will do something else. And then suddenly, you know, you have like this silence. It's you're waiting, you're waiting, you're waiting. <laughs> Nothing happens. It seems like the person disappeared. And instantly they come back and we're like, oh, yeah, I don't know. It's fine. Let's do it anyway. And you're like, fuck. <laughs> so, so, Phil, just before we hit the, the play, uh, you were telling me that you, uh, you, you get pissed so much at indecision in life. Oh, yeah. So, so much. I, 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 tell me more about it. I think that's a really good point to start from. I think it's because I'm a Leo. Are you going to talk about star signs? Uh, <laughs> Astrology podcast. <laughs> Astrology podcast for your well-being. So two days. It's a sunny day for Leo. Um, yeah, I think it's because I'm a Leo. But that's true. That's true. That's link also to my star sign. Um, and I'm going to tell you why. It's because Leos are impulsive. We're impulsive. Exactly like... You know, let's record a podcast. Uh, I will say yes right away. And it's like, sure, let's do it. Let's do it. Yeah. 
Oh, we should go to a beach. Yeah, sure. Let's do it. No problem. Oh, we should do that. Or maybe, I don't know, we should, we should go to a beach and like, or go to a mountain. Yeah, sure. Let's do it. I'm, I'm, I'm impulsive like that. And I'm not, I'm not dwelling on something. If it's like, let's go right or left, let's take a decision, go right or left, but let's not think about, oh, maybe we should go right, or maybe we should go left, or today, maybe we should go see the Empire State Building, or maybe we should go to, that's, there is nothing, nothing, nothing more than piss me off, like, straight out of the day, <laughs> like, it's like, it's like, for me, it's like, indecision, it's like, it's the worst, it's the worst. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but doesn't mean that doesn't mean I plan stuff. Doesn't mean doesn't mean like it's it's two things that are completely different. Which I can plan my schedule and everything. I don't mind changing it. You know, if something happens or you know someone doesn't feel it or whatever. Uh, but I just I just want a decision taken. Yeah. Are you when you go to restaurant? Are you super or like for you? Is it super easy to order what you want to eat on a menu? Most of the time, yes. I guess it's when I try new restaurants or I want to try new things. Um, because generally, you know, you go to some places where you're like, okay, like, okay. Give you an example. In Spain, like I'm in Barcelona, obviously it's a, it's a touristy city. And so everybody wants to eat tapas. I've been here for five months. I've been to a lot of restaurants. Tapas has started to be a little bit like, okay, I had enough, you know. I had enough tapas. Or maybe very some, but I didn't try it yet. You know, patatas bravas and all that, like it's, I know I'm going to say it with my English accent. Patatas brothers, uh, <laughs> you know, and I'm married uh, um, like the English people that talk here in Spanish. And uh, not, I start to be, so I'm trying to find new things. And this is where, you know, you enter this territory where it's a bit unknown. Uh, it's, it's really, it's really, but I don't know. How are you about indecisions? Do, uh, do you have no problem no. with that or? No, no, no. It's just that, like, you know, you you already heard about that, that, like, they say that how you order on the menu in a restaurant is, like, is how you take decisions in, in life. So really? if you go with some, yeah, that if you go with someone at the restaurant and if if it's someone that takes the menu, looks a bit at it and say, like, all right, close it and I'm, I'm eating that. It's someone that is really, really decisive in life and and that has no problem taking decision and, and even having a lot of option, they, they know what they want. They just go and they, and there's this, this other person that just cannot seem to be able to make a choice. And then everyone at the table is waiting on them. And then the waiter is waiting and then they're like, Oh, wait a second. Like, I'm not sure. And then everyone order and they, the waiter come back at the end and is like, so what are you going to take? And they're like, uh, 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 I'm going to take this one. Right, because they are pushed against the wall and they need like to to order something and they, they just cannot seem to make a decision. And I've heard that somewhere that how you order at the restaurant is how you deal with your decision in life. And it's pretty interesting. In fact, uh, I've noticed would, a couple of people that... Yeah, you just made me remember an experience about that with my ex. She was not capable to take a decision at restaurants. And um, I was I was always you know choosing choosing the stuff. And what happened generally? I, I learned that after a while, and so I developed a trick for that. Trick for men or for a woman that have a man but is indecisive in a, in a restaurant. 
Um, so what happened is that generally, you know, I know what I was choosing because I, I wanted something specific. And, and she was always, oh, yeah, I don't know. Blah. And so she was choosing something. And when the plates arrive, what happened is that generally my plate was always bare. I'm a gentleman, I can eat approximately anything. So generally my plate was finishing on the other side of the table and the <laughs> finishing on my side. So I learned through time, I know it's a bit of manipulation, but since I'm going to get her plate, I was helping her choose. So that way, you know, I will still have a certain choice I don't need to do it. It's a small trick, but I think a lot of people apply. <laughs> That's so around. wrong. That's so <laughs> wrong. <laughs> because... <laughs> That's so wrong because it, that's, oh my God, that's so you. That's so you. And that's so me before also. No. This is, oh yeah, oh yeah. It is the exact example of the savior pattern. Like the total pur pure example of that. Because you think you're, you're helping her, but no, you're removing. No, 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 I know. no, no, no. Listen, listen. You're removing <laughs> all the power from her. You say, Instead of inspiring her and say, I'm not going to give you my food because me, I can decide what I want and I'm going to decide and that's what I'm going to eat. And I know you can do it. And, and come on, like you can do it. Choose what you want and do it and get the power in your hand. And you're like, oh, no, I'll just get my plate. So it's like feeding the pattern of her of not being able to decide. And you, it's like, oh, I'm, you, you, you say you're a gentleman. But what you are is a savior. You're trying to save her and make her small that she cannot take her own decision and shit. And I tell you, I know you don't want to hear that, but that's exactly what I, it no, is. I, I don't know about this one. I don't know about this one. It's not about, it's not about saving. It's just that I, I, you know, paying, it's good that we talk about all of that. You know why? Because it makes me remember, what are you ready to pay for peace? <laughs> <laughs> there's, not a, there's nothing to do with being a savior or maybe for yourself but what are you ready to pay for peace so what i mean is how much are you capable to take on so let's imagine like you're with someone that is indecisive right and you're visiting yeah worst okay worst case scenario happened to me right multiple times you go on vacation person you're with or indecisive they don't know where they want to go they don't know what they want to visit okay and whether it's friends or or you know partners or whatever doesn't matter right and let's imagine like there is no there is no constraint so there is no small kids there is no because obviously you know when you have kids you can't go far you know so, so let's imagine something where it's just adults people that normally can handle themselves not create a tantrum at any time because we didn't get an ice cream um and you're going <laughs> with them how much are you ready to take to stay with a group or your partner <laughs> before getting pissed at the indecision I just want to know that. And how much are you ready to, and how much are you ready to bend your will to get uh, some peace afterwards? I'm not sure. I totally understand. Like you're saying in that, in that setup, how much am I willing to endure before she takes the decision? For example, But also, you know that you know that she's indecisive, and you know that if she, if you take a decision, maybe it's not what she wants to do. So you try to push where where she wants to do. You know, like for example, the food thing. Do you prefer to take the food and you know not hear about it? So you take the food, you know everybody is happy, kind of, 
or you're going to say, okay, no, you need to eat your food. And so you eat, you, you listen to someone complain about their food and after the restaurant. So that's, that's the piece I'm talking about. How much are you ready ah, to do? No, no, no. Okay, it? I get it. I get it. I get it. I, I, I'm going to say that for me, it's a short-term VS versus long-term problem. And, and what I mean by that is that the me, because I've lived it, the me from before, I would have done probably the same thing as you. So it's a short-term gain for a long-term loss <laughs> to, to say, to go and to say, oh, no, no, it's fine. Like, don't worry. You can eat my plate because it looks, obviously it looks better, right? And I'm going to eat your shit plate that you got anyway. And it tastes better, whatever. Um, so that's a shorter game, game, uh, not game, gain. That's a short-term gain. But over, if you do that all the time, over the long term, you empower the wrong side of her. Like the you're not you're you're not helping. Like you, over the long term, you gonna you gonna get that you you will get dissatisfied because. You know what you want. You fucking order your plate all the time and you cannot eat it because you give it to her because she cannot take a fucking decision. So it's a one time is a shorter game gain. But when you do that all the time, it's a long term loss for you, for her, because she obviously won't grow. Like she won't know and 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 push herself to decide because because what you're telling her if it's if you don't decide you're still going to get a good thing because I'm there and I'm going to save you in that, in that moment. Instead of saying her, you can do it. Like maybe you're going to fail a couple of times, but choose something, go with your gut. And then when you got it, if it's not good, well, next time it's going to be better and, and, and to help her learn to take decision. So it's always that balance and you bring really a good, uh, what you say, like, to get peace and how, how much you're willing to take. For me, it's simply seeing short-term or seeing long-term. So on a date, you can totally be a gentleman because you don't really see long-term with the date. You so have you can to be, do no, that. You have to be you a gentleman, a okay? Really. We, we're not going to enter that, but we have, you have to be a gentleman. Whatever happened, okay? I believe in gentlemen still. I know I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm born in the wrong century. Doesn't matter. You have to be whatever she does. No, and it's funny. I just want to say something. It's funny how it went. And you see the experience and the pain that you got in your experience. Because I know you got, I know when I, when I took that example, that was, that is like just me. <laughs> I see you talking about it and I say, okay, this guy like got it also. Like, it's like, it's like, yeah, there's something we get each other. Right. <laughs> I love it. I love it. <laughs> totally. But but I think that maybe your definition of gentleman is 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 like tainted or or because being a gentleman is not being a savior. Like you have to be really wary to to like opening a door for a woman is being a gentleman. You're not saving her from the door. Like <laughs> like it's just being nice. But and it's not because you know she can't open the door and she knows that she can open the door by herself, but you still do it just to be nice. That's being a gentleman. 
when she doesn't know and she doesn't believe in herself enough to make a fucking choice at the menu of the restaurant and you say to her no no you can take my plate anyway she that's where it's different because it's not something she can do and you do it for her it's something she cannot do and you do it for her so that's really 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 different and and no 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 this is where you this is where you you do a trick you know this is where you You, you start to learn, you know, like when getting with someone is, 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 you know, learning about them and you, you accept, you accept, you know, their faults and you accept their strength, right? You build on that. You have to, you have to build on it. But yeah. this is about indecision. And I know it's me. I know that indecision is the thing that like, it's, yeah. Yeah. No, no, but it's, it's a really good, it's a really good point because if, if we, we uh, make, make a parallel to let's say um, house chores, chores, I never know how. Yeah, chores, yeah. Um, let's say uh, I need to uh, repair a chair, like the chair is broken and... Are you going to say it's a man's job? <laughs> no, no, no. But I say, I say okay, uh, Jamie, she, she, she don't want to do it or like she's not... Like... Let's say, let's say, Jamie, she's not good at repairing chair and she doesn't really want to do it. So me, I can be a gentleman and say, no, no don't worry, I'm, I'm going to take care of it and then repair the chair or just a man or whatever, not a gentleman. But if she wants to do it, even if she's not good, and I say like, no, 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 no it's okay, I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it. Well, I kind of remove her from learning something she would like to do. So it's not like black or white, like should you do that or should not. It's always in relation to, like if you do thing for the other person, when they are trying to do it, you're like removing from them the, the power they can get from doing things themselves. You see, I had this discussion with someone and it's funny there because I, I, I feel you're seeing it just from one point of view, which is the external thing. So... Um, giving you an example that you were taking or uh, going to take another one, um, changing a tire or, okay. um, you know, holding the door, also holding the door could be also in the swings, uh, holding the door, you know, when you, when you enter a cab or things or, you know, holding, holding the, um, the grocery bags or things that are heavy. Okay. That kind of thing. Mm. So, I agree with you in the sense that you're always thinking about the other person and saying this person can do it and she wants to do it, okay? But you're forgetting something. I was taught, for example, from the beginning that I'm the man of the house. And so there's stuff that my sister and my mom were not supposed to do. For example, changing a tire. So when my sister, you know, like uh, had a burst of tire, my, my dad called me and he was like, you go change it. I was like, what? You know, I was waking up and someone was like, no, like your sister shouldn't change that. You should help her because you're the man. Um, and it has, it has nothing, it's almost, it has nothing to do with the other person. You're doing it because you feel better as a man because you're supposed to do it. Does, does it make sense? Yeah, yeah. Totally. So, so I, I get what you say about, you know, the other person and the way that you're the savior and all that. I, I get that, but it's also true with yourself. So, so not, not, you know, not bad. It's because like, it, I feel that, you know, there is a convention that are coming also into that. 
mm-hmm. about the thing that you accept or not accept and all that and what you should accept, what you should not accept. And you have these, these paradigms that are coming from society and everything. And suddenly you're like, oh yeah, I shouldn't do that because you know, I shouldn't accept that in something that you know, when a man hold me the door and all that, he's think that I'm less a woman or whatever. And I had this discussion. I said, it has nothing to do with you. It has, nothing, it has everything to do with me. It's because I want to do it because I feel more a man because I do it. <laughs> <laughs> and it's true. It's so true. Yeah. There's definitely another it, aspect to it. But except in decision, what, what bothers you? Oh, well, that's funny because I was thinking I wanted to, like, we touch on indecision on one side, but I wanted to to touch on indecision. What causes indecision, in your opinion? I... It's, it's very, probably hard for you to tell things. because you're not, an, you're not someone that indecides um, that much. I notice that, I, so for myself, I notice that when I'm indecided, um, it's whether it's because there's something I don't want to do, first thing. Um, second thing is because I think too much about it. Mm-hmm. I start to become in this rabbit hole where I have to take a decision and do something and I, and I think and I overthink it. And suddenly I become indecisive on this thing. Um, and I hate I'm that. you say that. I hate that. It's, um, and I notice that also to people. So you talk to them and they're like, you know, oh, should I do it or not? And I, the best example for me, it's when people ask you, and this is, this is also, it's, um, you know, they're in a job, they're having a job. And there is this recruiter or editor that call them. And they're like, look, we want to see you. We saw your profile. It seems interesting for us. And people always ask you this question. Oh, I don't know if I should go. And it's like, what do you have to lose? What do you know about that job? Nothing. They just call me. Okay, cool. Do you like your job? I'm like, yeah. But I mean, do you feel like super happy? And you're like, yeah, but you know, I could look elsewhere. Go then. Yeah, but if I don't like it. Uh, don't take it but if i like it i take it (laughs) what do i know (laughs) and and you know they start this rabbit hole where they're like they're like thinking about the the stuff before doing it It, it's and i don't get that for me it's like the best choice that you could make and this is why i ate in decision is and maybe that's a that's a problem also with indecision sorry so that's that's a double thing um, indecision can come from the fact that you're, you're thinking too much or it can come from the fact that you have too many options one of the others there was a psychology test that was done on um, jam taste of jam and there was two tests that was done a free test I think people were they had to select between four jams four different jams between seven I think and between 26 and the thing that they believed is that the people will love more of the 26 sort of jams and they will buy more. What they noticed is that too few choices, people don't buy enough. Too many choices, people, buy too much. people don't buy it either. You have to reach this point where people have enough choices that they can, they can figure it out in their head. And it, I think that's the two things for me that, that, yeah. What is it for you? Oh, that... I love I love everything you said. That's so true. Um, I think it's it's I think 
not sure because I don't know them by heart, but I think it's a, there's a cognitive bias uh, that's uh, involved in that. And, and one is like the, the fear of missing out. Uh, mm. It's like you cannot choose because you kind you kind of it's really it makes no sense because whatever you choose in these options, you feel that you're gonna miss on the other option if you choose any of them, you're gonna lose the others. So it's like the fear of missing on the option, and the more option, the more you feel like you're missing. Um, instead of like focusing to what option you really prefer and saying to yourself, I'm winning because I'm choosing the best one for me uh, and, and I'm not missing. But, but also, uh, yeah, no, I, I don't remember what was the other one, but I, I know, I know about the study you, you, you talked about. It's, uh, it's like you have to be in, you have to think that you're winning. So that's the other one. It's, it's you have to feel that you're winning. So if there's only like two choice, it, it, your, your brain doesn't feel like it's winning enough. If you have four choice and then you take one, you, you, so you either go on, you fear of missing out on everything so you cannot decide or you decide and you feel that you're winning because you're getting the best out of all like the best deal. Like if you look, uh, let's say you're looking uh, for to buy a camera and then you look on four sites and then you find the, the site that has the best deal and like, boom, I just won. So that's this, this concept of winning something. And on the flip side, if you, you look, if you start looking and you overthink and you start looking on fucking 20 sites now, like you, some, some sites have a couple cents different or a couple dollars. And, and now you can you don't know where, which one to choose because you're like, oh, maybe the shipping is different. Maybe. And then like, you just get lost in the options and then you cannot decide. So that's totally true. That I, I believe that's exactly the same. And, uh, and I think that overthinking is the, is the killer in that it's, it's uh, for, it's one of my if my personal experience. I told you a lot about the changes I did in the past two years in my life. Well, one of them was to be in action, to stop thinking, to stop focusing on what I could win, what I could lose with these choices, and uh, trying to overthink everything, and just be in action. Like you think about something, you want to do that, do it. You want to, you want to eat that, eat it. You want to like, you just, you just do it. And then the more you do that, the more you begin to be in action in action and you take easier and faster decisions and you grow so much and you you experience so much more than Mm -hmm. being like paralyzed in your head. Um, So for for me, I also really hate indecision. Maybe not as much as you, because I'm not a lion. I'm a small, uh, kind Virgo. But, but oh you're a Virgo. Okay. I got some stuff now. I'll explain everything. I'll explain a lot of stuff. This is why sometimes like you're thinking so much. You're more yeah. like you're more calm, more like more organized than ever. Oh, this is why it works so well. This is why it works so well between us. I get it now. Because I'm more I'm more action where you're more like despacito exactly and and me i'm more of a conceptual thinker and you you're more of a 
rational thinker. So I can totally see that for you. Like when I get lost in the concept and you're like, it's about, it's almost the same thing as the indecision and the decision for you. It's like, okay, tell me, tell me like a fucking uh, guideline and tell me the, the timeline and like, okay, what is what and when? And then, <laughs> and me, I'm like just going into the big concept and understanding things and point and, and like, yeah, it's, it's a two different way of thinking, which I, I would say mindly leads to more indecision. Yeah. The thing is that I, I feel that sometimes I pushed it too much. Um, I believe in, in, in a lot of what you say, you know, fear. Fear can block you from doing a lot of things. Fear can really block you from living your life. Yeah, yeah. And if you're not into action, you're going to miss so much stuff. You're going to wake up one day and you're going to be like, do you know what? Five years ago, I was thinking about building this thing and I still haven't done anything. And it's, I haven't done it. The thing is that I never regretted to be into action but I lose the will to work on some stuff because it was too much thinking, too much. And, and this is why I'm not a good, a good corporate citizen also. I'm not, not a good corporate citizen because I can't be in those, I can't. This is why I was asking you, you know, all your, uh, how much are you ready to take on? How much are you ready to, to, to support to be able to continue? And it's like, and incorporates for me, it's, it's the artist because you're in those meetings and, and you're like, nothing happens. And you talk about meetings that's going to happen in the next meetings and things that you, you're going to, you're going to do a meeting to prepare the meeting that is going to prepare the meeting. <laughs> 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 you're like, wow. How? It's like How a whole... That? It's like a whole structure based on indecision. <laughs> but, and, and I get, you know, and I get why, I, but I get, but it's good to be in indecision for those people. You have to remember that they're big corporates and they're earning money right now. Everything is going well, approximately. And, and, and I imagine, you know, the, the all, because I was like that, you enter as a young man, you're like, yeah, or young person, sorry, don't want to talk about gender uh, you enter as a young person and you want to change things you want to you want to do something you know you don't want necessarily to be an entrepreneur you you're more following the path where you feel more security in working in a business and you enter this family business or this big corporate and suddenly you can't do anything because it seems that everybody you talk to is indecisive and it's like i want to change things okay what do you want to change but it's like i want to i want to do something and it's super hard because it's like everybody's telling you, yeah, you have to wait, you know. I remember like this guy was telling us, you know, like you have to imagine that the organization is a big cruise ship. I was like, okay. I was thinking exactly the fucking same thing in my mind. That's so funny. <laughs> it's, like, it's like, imagine wow. that it's a big cruise ship and you're like, okay, yeah, what does that mean? And he's like, you know, we are big. We, we can't really, you know, waves can't really move us and everything and we can go through it. But when you want to change direction, you know, it's slow. It's really slow. Like you can really see the slowness. Of, and you're like, kill me now. Kill me, just kill me now. <laughs> uh, 
Wow. I was literally about to say the same metaphor about a small boat and a big boat that like again. one can turn super <laughs> fast and the other one. Yeah. Again, the boat and the one had the cruise ship has to like, it's so long and you have the time to go do a nap uh, for uh, the whole day before the trajectory changed for, for a couple of degrees. Um, it's so true. It's so true. And um, I also, uh, I also thought about, Another, um, another, um, because I said you, I said that we were indecisive because we fear of missing out, and because we we feel the need to win something, but I'm, I think I'm forgetting the most important one, and the most important one is that we don't want to fail. We don't want to fail, and I think in fact that's the hardest one. That's that's the most important one. We, that's why people are not in action. That's the main number one thing why people are not in action because they fear to fail. Yeah. Because in society, we should not fail. And do you know where that start? That start like that. I mean, it probably start in some home, in some household, really, really, really when you're young, like before your first school. But right when you first start school at five years old, they tell you, that you cannot fail mm-hmm. you all your fucking life they say you're wrong if you miss a, a thing in the test if you it, the, your goal is to be perfect the only goal at school is to get a hundred percent which is perfect that's the goal if you don't you're wrong you fail you're not good and and your brain is so brainwashed that you need to to be uh, to never fail that people get paralyzed and they think that fa- that an action that you fail to do means that you are a failure. That's this association that is so destructive, so destructive. And I had I had a discussion with Jamie with that last week, and I I, I came up with something, and she will laugh when she when she will listen to that. I, I came up with something because she has that pattern of not wanting to be wrong. So she fights to be right all the time. And I, I also have a bit of that. But uh, let's, I, I would say that I've come, I've, I've worked on it from a long time ago and, and I'm better at it now. But it's, so I came up with the concept of saying being wrong, uh, doing something wrong doesn't make you wrong. It makes you strong. Mm-hmm. Because when you're wrong, it makes you strong. It's, it, you have to rewire your brain. But because for now, you think that being wrong, it makes you weak, makes you a failure. Doing something wrong, being wrong, having a, taking the wrong choice and, and doing an error why, why you want to, you have this project you want to know, you want to go, but you're paralyzed to go because you fear of being wrong because it, you don't know it. But in your subconscious, it would make you a bad person. It would make you weak. It would make you a failure. Because you do one thing wrong. Well, I tell you and I tell everyone that's going to listen to that, rewire your brain and take that sentence and, and repeat it all the time. When you do something wrong, it doesn't make you wrong. It makes you strong. And because when you fail, you get stronger. When you fail, you, you learn more. 
There's nothing that can make you learn more and faster than being wrong and to and, and, and fail and fail and fail and doing like going to that restaurant and and just fucking close your eyes and point something on the menu and say, that's what I'm eating today. No, I don't. Who do cares? <laughs> no, no. If, if, it's, if it's not good, whatever, you're still going to have fun. <laughs> maybe not a good example because you're not really taking a decision <laughs> but, but but if you're hesitating between two like just stop and say i'm having this one and if it's not good well at least you know that it's not and next time you come here you're going to take the other and now you're going to be boom you wanna yeah. so yeah, yeah you know like uh, for, uh, me, for me it took me what you said just now it took me 10 12 years from when yeah. i was 18 to accept that i mean i didn't know that until you know five years after i was 18 and and then i started to be interested in startup and it was like okay it's okay to it's okay not to not succeed but but getting that mentality but when you look back after that it's experiences and not failures it's ex changing the changing the term already i don't like i don't like first of all i don't like failures because it's not like it's not it shouldn't be a name It went like into society where failing is nice. No, failing is not nice. Let's be honest with it. Failing is bad. It can take you like a lot of things. Your, you know, your your health, your your, you know, your family, whatever. It's not good to fail. You shouldn't aim for failing. That's the thing. It's not like oh yeah, if I fail, it's okay. Like on my side, I believe that you should always aim to succeed. Now, if you fail, it's okay because it's an experiment, right? Uh, but it took me, it took me, yeah, 10, 12 years to, to accept that. And now I feel better about it. I feel better about having failed in some stuff that I did it, but at least I did them, you know, I, I don't regret that because I did them. I tried them. And I think this feeling is more important than anything else. Having the feeling that you tried, having the feeling that you got just because you get some wins also in, in the thing, you will get some wins and, and just having this feeling is worth anything is worth anything for me mm -hmm. but you're an entrepreneur yeah, so that's totally also agree. that's also you know you're an entrepreneur so that's also a bit different for you you know having having this entrepreneur mentality and some people want it if you don't if you're not if you're not okay with failure you're not you're never gonna make it it's no oh, it's impossible It's impossible. impossible, but, but I have the, I know, I know when we say like we're entrepreneur, we we're talking more about like building business. But for me, in my opinion, everyone is an entrepreneur of their own life. So we all have to deal with decisions by ourselves at one point of the, uh, or the other in your life. And that makes you an entrepreneur. And in fact, I had this really, really nice, um, I don't, I, I don't remember where I saw that, but I read somewhere that everybody is, uh, everybody is an entrepreneur, even in business and every, everywhere. All the employees that you think are employees, they are entrepreneurs. And, they are, and so you say, you say basically everyone is an entrepreneur. And then he was explaining that when, when you're an employee, what, what people are, they, we are all entrepreneurs. And we are in the business of selling our time. Mm -hmm. And the employee that go and that accept to work <clears throat> at, the, at the minimum salary, they are, they are saying, 
I'm selling my time to $10 an hour. Who wants to mm-hmm. buy my time? And then yeah. that's just them. They decide that their time is $10 and they accept when an employer say, oh, I'm offering $10. I, I need services. So I need someone that's going to give me their time and I am offering $10 an hour and you, you're like, oh, I'm selling my time $10 an hour. So I'm going to go there. And then it makes you an entrepreneur. And I, I thought that this concept was so, so interesting. I'm not saying that's all true. I'm just saying it was so, so interesting to think of, this, of it this way. And just to, to come back to the fact that we're all entrepreneurs in my mind. So you all have to take decision in your life. And so, so if you cannot deal with failure, you won't like, it can cripple you to the point that you cannot fucking choose a menu, a, a meal at the restaurant. You don't need to be an entrepreneur to build a big business to be, to be confronted with those choices that are really, really important. And everybody has to deal with failure. And what I, what I want, I, I love your explanation of like, of like, we should not have the word failure or, or it's, it's not, it's not good. Like failure is not, you don't want to fail. You don't want to aim to fail. Um, I think I want to add, add a little something on that is that, Failure, you are, it's, it's like you can just talk about failure in relation to something. Nothing is a failure in itself. It's always in relation to something. You, you want to hit the ball and then you strike. Your goal was to hit the ball and you stroke. You had a strike. So you failed in relation to your goal. But you're not a failure in yourself. Because in relation to, am I, a, like, am I a human being of value? The answer is always yes. So you're not a failure in, in, in yourself. In, in, it's, it's always in relation to something. So you should strive for a goal, which the very act of striving for a goal makes the failure possible. It, it creates the possibility of success or failure when you decide that you have a goal and like you say you're gonna aim for the success but if you fail it doesn't make you wrong as a person it just make your goal not attained but not attaining that goal will make you sit back analyze and find try to find other ways to ex- so it will make you grow it will make you get better it will that's why i say it makes you strong Failing makes you strong. You don't want to aim to fail, but you want to be at ease with the possibility of failing. Because if not, you're going to be crippled. You, you, cannot, you cannot go. You cannot advance. You cannot take decisions, which are so important. Because you cannot be in action if you don't take decision. And being in action is the, is the most important thing. I'm, I'm listening because uh, I... So, no, no, it's okay. Um, no, 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 I'm listening because, because I don't agree with one thing that you say. Everybody's an entrepreneur. It's not true. Everybody can be, can be an entrepreneur. Yes. Is an entrepreneur? No. And I'm going to say why, because we forget something in decision, which is a risk taking and risk adversity of each person, but it's totally different. When you were talking about fear and it's Les Brown that says that, it says very two types of fears when you're trying to something. The fear of 
what if I fail, which is the one that you talked about, but there is another fear, which is what if I succeed? And he says this thing like really well. He says like people don't do stuff and are indecisive because it's what if I fail, but also what if I succeed and I can't handle it? You know, he says that. And I think this sentence says it all because he says after these people that are not capable to choose like because of that are not risk takers. I believe to be an entrepreneur, you have to be okay with a certain degree of risk. Everybody should be okay with a certain degree of risk. And it's like investing your money. You know, it's exactly the same thing. There are some people that will want to stay in their account because they're like, yeah, but if I, if I invest it, you know, I may lose it. And this is why, you know, the banks are like saying, oh yeah, what is your risk adversity when you're, when you're investing your money? Because the first thing they want to see is that, are you going to flip out if your money goes down by 2%? Um, I mean, you know that we are, we are in, uh, in, in crypto and there are some people maybe that are watching that. But there is something that is said about crypto that right now it's the far west because it's only the strongest that survive in that. Like if you're not, if you're not capable to see like your money going minus 10% plus 10% in a week, or per day, in a day. <laughs> <laughs> you, you're going to lose it. And it's exactly the same thing, you know, like, and, and this is why I believe that not, not everybody is an entrepreneur. Everybody can be an entrepreneur, but not everybody's an entrepreneur just because of that risk taking thing. You're, you're like, you said it yourself, like you didn't have the money and you went to get some money and you, you went into building that business and you, you, you continue for five years. Meaning that on the side of this decision was putting aside the rest of the decision you could have made, for example, for yourself, like having a job that is steady, having a house, having an apartment, buying something, finding a girlfriend, you know, at the time having a family, uh, going on vacation with your friend, you know, all those decisions that people don't see, that people are not ready to be willing to risk to get the other thing. And... Mm -hmm. This is why I believe, this is why I'm only against uh, what you say just right now, but it's uh, on the rest, I totally agree. <laughs> <laughs> You're so right. You're so right. Um, in fact, I was thinking if it was, if, if the word it was using was not freelancer and not entrepreneur, that like everybody was freelancer because yeah. they're... No, but I, I, I heard uh, that also and... I was like, you know, I heard what you said and I heard someone saying that also. And, and, and when I heard that, I was like, no, like it sounds good because that way you can sell stuff. You can be a coach and an expert, a motivational speaker. Even. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, everybody wants to have a dream of being an entrepreneur, of having their own business. So if you go there and you start selling to 10,000 people and say, by the way, guys, only 1% of you is a real entrepreneur. That starts badly, the conference, you know, doesn't, doesn't go well. You're going to cut out the weeds. You're going to cut out the weeds. <laughs> <laughs> only, the, only the most competitive are going to stay. I'm the fucking one that's going to win. <laughs> yeah. I, did, we, did we just do a full episode on indecision? Yeah, I think we did. And... <laughs> And, and do you want to, do you want to, I, I want you to, and I want you to end on, uh, on something. Go for it. Okay. I'm yeah. Sure you, well, find the, I think the paradox is really funny because I, I came from being indecisive to, 
which if I would have continued that path, we would have not recorded today. I would have stayed in my state of mind of like, fuck, I'm and like, I'm missing out. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm behind my schedule and all that, all that shit. I would have probably felt bad all day. And by snapping out of it with one decision and just telling you, fuck that, let's just record. I took a decision and we made a podcast on indecision, part of a, a, a really fast taking decision. And I just think the paradox is amazing uh, because now I feel way better. I've done the podcast. It's recorded. I feel really good. You can do go do your thing. And I'm just letting it go. Like I'm going to do my best all day. And if I fail, I'm going to fail. I'm going to become stronger. That's it. So yeah, that's what I'm, that's how I'm going to end. And I want you to always remember, be yourself and have fun. <laughs> Perfect. So just before finishing, you can find us on social media at naked underscore podcast. I take my voice of you. Um, and uh, on YouTube, thanks a lot. By the way, I, I checked the stat of YouTube and you're more and more watching us on YouTube, which is amazing. Um, yeah. uh, which is didn't expect that, but that's really good that you're looking at us. Um, if you have any question that you want to send us, as usual, go for it. Um, uh, we'll have something to share soon because uh, I will do something like a small, small drawing of Naked Podcast, and I, I need to show you, and it will appear on our social media certainly. Um, thanks again, Matt, for this discussion. <laughs> nice, and see you next. I didn't week. even see it. <laughs> yeah, thanks, my friend, and uh, thanks everyone. Don't hesitate to comment and to give us your question or feedbacks. Uh, super appreciated, and uh, yeah, have a new, have a nice week again, my friend.